We'll be welcoming Antoinette Stevens, who will be sharing a story about the importance of finding yourself. Please welcome, welcome Antoinette. just past 11 p.m. and I sneak down the stairs from my room. I'm careful not to make too much noise and I avoid the spots in the floor that creak under pressure. I feel my way through the dark to the family computer in the den and I turn it on, making sure to turn the volume all the way down. Excitement builds as I log in. The game I'm playing is called Habbo Hotel. I was immediately hooked by the vibrant colors and the little pixelated avatars. Imagine a hotel with a million rooms. And you can create whatever room you want and make it into whatever you want. Habbo Hotel is a world of its own. In Habbo Hotel, I am popular. I am perfect. I am someone else. Her name is Aqua, short for Aqua Zero Forius. She is 16 or maybe 18, depending on the day. She has long hair and a big chest. Her skin is almond and perfect. Someone like Aqua would never have to worry about acne or the scars they left behind. She is what every guy could want. Aqua has a boyfriend. I know him only as Icon. We spend our nights talking about music and movies that we like or the gossip going on with the other people in the hotel. He completes the fantasy that I've built to mirror those romance novels I love to read so much. At some point in the early hours of the morning, I sneak back upstairs to my bed and enjoy the last few moments of being aqua before I have to wake up and be Antoinette. A 12-year-old girl in Georgia, and unlike aqua, my skin is too dark and filled with acne. I am skinny in all of the wrong places. I am often overlooked by the boys around me, and my confidence has been severely depleted by several incidents of bullying. Once, I fell asleep in class, probably because I stayed up too late the night before, clinging to Aqua and this life that I built for her, when I woke up to the thump of a pencil hitting my head. And before I could lift my head, there were more pencils, and then finally, the metal casing from the pencil sharpener. You know the ones that are bolted to the wall and you have to crank it to get your pencil sharpened? That one. I waited until everyone left the room, and I kept my head down, and then I just cried. I was too embarrassed to tell an adult what happened and not brave enough to stand up for myself. I just, I cried. Aqua was my opposite. I didn't have very many friends. At lunch, I wouldn't really talk to the other kids. And after school, when people might go over each other's houses to play, I went home alone to play Habbo Hotel, where I had everything that I longed for in the real world. You see, we are so conditioned to put so much of our self-worth on the amount of attention that we get and how much we're desired by those around us. And even at 12, Aqua was my security blanket, shielding me from the blows my confidence would take during the day and slowly mending the wounds at night. Things got a little better in high school. I had friends, I joined a dance team, I played tennis, I had boyfriends, real ones, or as real as they can be in high school. <laughs> Icon is a memory of the past, and I no longer need Aqua or Haba Hotel, but my security blanket's gone. 
I had to face the world with my face. And I should be okay, right? I had everything I wanted. I had friends. I had boyfriends. But I still hid. If you look at my uh, first Facebook profile picture from when I was 15, you notice something. So the picture is filtered brown, but I still remember the dress. It's from when my mom made me take photos for the dance classes I was taking at the time. It's red and black with flowers and a ribbon, and it is the most beautiful I'd felt. And I still cropped my face out. I started doing that after I posted my smiling face to another social media site and was promptly told that I was hideous. And I took it to heart. One of the few things I've always liked about myself, though, has been my hair. See, I grew up natural. On the weekends, my mom would wash my hair in the sink and then hot comb it straight. It still brushed my shoulders even after she bumped it, if you know what that means. It was thick and healthy. But at some point, I got it in my mind that relaxing my hair would make it grow. So I begged my mom for weeks, and finally she gave in, and it all fell out. Oh. <laughs> Clumps of it would come out in the shower. What used to be thick and luxurious was now brittle and dry and thin. But this was an opportunity. I didn't see it then. You see, my hair became my first real form of self-expression. It couldn't get any worse, right? So I may as well have a little fun. So I started by streaking my hair red, which turned a weird orange-yellow in the sun. And then I would cornrow half of it down and leave the other half out because it reminded me of Two-Face from Batman. I experimented with bangs, I had braided styles, I did so much with my hair, but the real change came just after high school graduation when I cut it, and I cut it short. Think Rihanna, good girl gone bad, short. It was the first thing I can remember doing because it fit my aesthetic and not because of an image that others around me had of me. When I got to college, I decided to grow my hair back out natural again to my mom's detriment. And so I spent hours reading blogs to learn how to take care of my hair. I drank more water, which cleared up the acne, go figure. <laughs> I started to take multivitamins and I changed my diet all to make my hair grow healthy and long. But I began to take care of my body. And in doing that, I learned all of the things that I like about it. I know it seems like a small choice, cut your hair, but that small choice led to other small choices, which slowly became a way of life. And in college, yeah, it still took me a while to leave the guys who treated me like dirt, but I did, eventually. I began to choose myself. I began to make choices that made me happy. Before, I would mold myself in an image that I thought others wanted. But now, I could mold myself in an image of someone that I could be happy with without input from other people. So here, I stand before you at 25. I no longer need Aqua or the fake life that I built for her. I am not that 12-year-old or that 15-year-old girl, but I still hold them close because they deserve to be cherished and loved. This version of me does not hesitate to leave the guy that she met on Tinder after she finds out that he has a secret girlfriend in another country. <laughs> Actually happened, who does that? <laughs> this version of me 
does not hesitate to leave a toxic situation. This version of me moved to Des Moines, Iowa alone, despite the protest. <laughs> despite the protest of a guy who initially made me second guess that decision, this version of me joined the Barnstormers dance team. <laughs> where I had to dance in a bra top and booty shorts <laughs> and face those deep-seated body image issues I'd had since I was 12. This version of me loves herself. And by that very admission, I am my own first love. Thank you. Thank you.